Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, it's a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's tag grounded, I don't trust these ceilings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's prime time, I flex mine better Voltron transform to DX Don, mega and unseen You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice And for the latest and what is best about I Tune in and tune the rest out, Don You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air What is going down, everybody? Welcome back to the show. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to. Entertainment news to listen to. It's Am I on the Air. I am your host, Don Mega. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is Monday, November the 10th. And, uh, yes, I'm back. It's been a couple weeks. Left you hanging there, and I do apologize. Tonight, it's Season 9, Episode 11, and today's show is simply titled, Stay. And, uh, yeah, it's been a lot going down these last couple weeks. It's been super, super busy, super, super hectic. And that's why we just haven't been able to do a show. And I do apologize, because there's been a lot of news that's been going down. It's been a heavy, heavy time for news. My last episode was October 27th. It was the No Strings on Me episode. We got down with a lot of stuff. We talked about the new Avengers Age of Ultron trailer, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the Furious 7 trailer, Benedict Cumberbatch as possibly being Doctor Strange, and a whole bunch more. We talked about John Wick, which, once again, if you haven't seen John Wick, go out and see it. It is awesome. Now, on the last episode, I talked a little bit about... um, a Marvel thing that was going down. I said, Marvel, because I did that show on Monday. It was Monday, October 27th. And I said, tomorrow, Marvel's doing this big press conference and they're going to be doing something really, really cool. We don't know what it is yet, but it's going to be pretty cool. Well, the very next day, the news dropped that Marvel released its whole Phase 3 lineup. And it was pretty damn big news. So I was like, damn it, if I would have just done this show 24 hours later, I would have been able to break that news to y'all. But in uh, keeping with trying to get you the best and newest and quickest news on the planet, uh, I once again said, podcast team assemble. And I gathered the guys. Um, Once again, I got Geeky Pat, and I got Peeps, and I got Lobster Johnson. I got all the guys together, and we did an emergency, Am I Still on the Air? Now, once again, if you don't know this by now, and you should because, of course, you've been listening to the show for a long time. But if you're new to the game, 
I do a spin-off show called Am I Still in the Air, which is very uh, specific topic-driven. You know, this show, Am I on the Air, is all over the place because we give you all the news and everything going on TV and movies and, and reviews. Am I Still on the Air is focused on one topic, so whether it be a spoiler-filled movie review or something big is breaking, like um, one of the most recent episodes we did was um, back on October 16th, we did the Marvel Civil War and DC Slate uh, special. And just like that, I had to do the same thing when that Marvel Slate dropped. So I have put out a new episode since the last one, um, but it was an Am I Still on the Air. If you haven't listened to it yet, I highly recommend it, especially if you are a Marvel fan. If you love Marvel and you're curious and, and to get, I mean, by now you might have already heard everything that's breaking down, but if you want to hear it in detail and really hear about um, what some experts think, then go listen to the Am I Still in the Air Marvel's Phase 3 episode. Once again, uh, we put that out literally the day the news dropped. It was on October 29th, and we put out this uh, big hour-and-a-half episode where we basically broke down all the release dates, all the movies coming out, what does it mean for the universe, uh, just everything. And it was really, really exciting and fun thing to do. Once again, I want to shout out to my boys Geeky Pat and uh, For My Peoples and Lobster Johnson. Uh, you know, always great to have them on when we talk comic book news. They definitely know what they're talking about. And, you know, we had such a good time breaking down the DC slate that we had to do it again for the Marvel slate. So go check that out for Marvel's Phase 3, Am I Still in the Air? If you just go to amiontheair.com, at the very top you'll see a link that says Am I Still in the Air? And you can click on that. You can also listen to it on reddragonsradio.com. I will talk in a little bit about the uh, Phase 3 lineup because it is part of the news in the last couple weeks, so I will run it down. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it because if you want to know more, go listen to that Am I Still in the Air episode, okay? Let's start with movie reviews, as we always do. And I got two of them for you, since it's been two weeks. Uh, so, going back to two weeks ago, the first movie I'm going to be reviewing is a Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler is the new film starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh, Renee Russo's in it. Uh, basically, <clears throat> it's a very dark movie. Um, the city shines brightest at night. Jake Gyllenhaal is this guy who's trying to get a job. He um, he wants to work for, you know, he wants to videotape stuff and send it off to news programs. And he's trying to kind of almost be like a paparazzi. And he's having trouble. Nobody wants to hire him and all this stuff. And he finally, one time, he gets some footage. And he brings it to Renee Russo. And she likes it. And she gives him a couple hundred bucks for it. And she says, you know, hey, if you continue to get good stuff like this, send it my way, and we'll continue to do business. And therefore, he starts kind of getting more and more and more involved into finding car accidents and break-ins and murders and all this kind of stuff, and he kind of almost starts manipulating these crime scenes and everything to kind of make it so that he always has the best shot, you know? Um, he just combs the streets all night long looking to get the best uh, the best shots. And, and of course, the news, Rene Russo runs the news, and she loves his work, and she's just, like, just so impressed. And they're airing all of his stuff, like, just completely uncensored, and it's freaking people out on the news. And, I mean, it's, it's crazy, and I don't want to get into more spoiler stuff, 
But all I got to say is this movie I thought was pretty damn intense, and I thought Jake Gyllenhaal was amazing in it. Uh, coming after this movie, I was like, I could see that dude as the Joker. I could see him being the new Joker after watching that. He is so good in this movie. I definitely think he deserves, and there's been a lot of talk of Oscar talk for the movie and for him, and I would not doubt it uh, for him getting an Oscar nomination for Best uh, Male Actor because he just he killed it. It was the be- I've always liked Jake Gyllenhaal, but this is definitely I think the best he's ever been. He just he kills it every time he's on screen, and I absolutely love this film. So out of five stars, I give Nightcrawler four out of five. Very, very good movie. Highly recommend that you go check it out. And that leads me to my newest review, which is the number two movie in the box office right now. And it's Christopher Nolan's newest flick, the highly, highly regarded Interstellar. Interstellar just came out. Uh, I saw it in IMAX because I was like, hey, you know, a movie like this, you got to see that IMAX experience. And let's see how it goes down. Um... I gotta tell you, I was underwhelmed. I was. And this is the type of movie I think that's gonna have a lot of people divided. Christopher Nolan is one of these type of directors that a lot of people just hear his name and they think, this movie's gonna be fantastic. Like, automatically, without a doubt. And I'm not taking anything away from Christopher Nolan, because I think he's a very talented director. I think he's got a great vision. Uh, I, you know, I've liked most of the movies that he's done. But sometimes I feel like this dude gets a little too cocky and his head gets a little bit too big and nobody really pulls him down to kind of make him regulate a little bit. And Interstellar kind of has a cool idea and is a cool concept, but just doesn't really capitalize the right way. Some people might love it. You know, I posted my review on Twitter yesterday and I got a couple of tweets back from people saying like, wow, you really didn't like it all that much? Like, I loved it. And and that's cool. And I'm glad if people walked away loving it. But I saw it with my wife and she even walked out like, yeah, no. <laughs> she liked it less than I did. I liked the movie. Don't get me wrong, okay? It's going to sound like I'm bashing it here and I'm not trying to bash it. I'm just saying... This movie takes some twists and turns, and in the end result, the payoff, I think, was whack. I, I think the last... First of all, this movie's three hours long. Way too damn long for a movie like this. It drags in so many parts, and there's definitely pieces that could have been shaved down, and this is just... It's bloated. It's way bloated. Um, there's a cool cameo in it, I will give it that, uh, a lot of people didn't, I, I knew this person was in the movie, but a lot of people didn't, so it was cool when he popped up, um, my wife was even like, did you know he was in this? <laughs> um, it just, the last half hour of the film, when it kind of tries to explain everything, is just too far out there, it, it's, it's so far out there, and it really takes away from the rest of the film. It's hard for me to really kind of get into it without going into spoilers, but it just, I don't know, man, it just, it hit a certain point, and I I was just like, oh no, they're really going there, and it just, it was a letdown, it really, really was in the grand scheme of things. Uh, The movies acted very well, I mean, Matthew McConaughey was good, Anne Hathaway was awesome, 
Uh, Michael Caine was great. I thought the kids, uh, his kids were really awesome, and his daughter grows up to become Jessica Chastain, and Jessica Chastain is always awesome, so it was good to see her in it. Casey Affleck is his son when it shows the later years. He's not in it a lot, but he's really cool in it too. So the acting's cool visually. Visually, the movie is outstanding. I mean, all the space stuff is incredible. Uh, In IMAX, it was awesome. But really, it was too long, and it just, it jumbled so much at the end for me, and really tried to make you stretch your imagination so much that you're just like, get out of here, there's no way that this would have happened at all. And that really took away from me. So, in the end result, I gave Interstellar 3 out of 5 stars. 3, and this is something, once again, I gotta reiterate, because I get so much stuff for this. People see three stars and they automatically think, you hated it. No, three stars on my scale means it's good. Okay, so let me run the star scale down again. One star means I hated it. Two stars means it's okay. Three stars means it's good. Four stars means it's awesome. And five stars means it's amazing. It's, you know, just, it's, couldn't have been done any better. So, that's the, that's the star scale. So, three stars is good. So, you know, I'm not knocking the movie, like I said. It just, it should have been a four or five star film. That's what I expected going into it. And I walked out kind of like, eh, it was good. It just wasn't great. And it doesn't deserve anything more than three stars, in my opinion. So, three out of five for me on Interstellar. And four out of five for me on Nightcrawler. Alright? Alrighty. So, that is your movie reviews. Let's jump right in to Marvel Phase 3. Like I said, I'm just going to kind of run down the info for you. If you want to know more in detail, check out the Am I Still in the Air episode, okay? Alright, so we got confirmed that Phase 3 will technically kick off in May on May 6, 2016. So, We talked a little bit about this on the Am I Still in the Air episode that originally Ant-Man was supposed to be the kickoff of Phase 3. Now it looks like Ant-Man will actually be closing out Phase 2. So that's a a little unique because usually an Avengers film closes out a phase. But So Ant-Man will close out Phase 2. Phase 3 will launch with Captain America Civil War. Yes, Captain America Civil War. They are going to do Civil War, uh, which is something we speculated on a couple weeks ago, and it's cool to get that clarification. So May 6, 2016, will be Marvel's uh, Captain America Civil War. Um, Then on November 4, 2016, will be Doctor Strange. Now, one thing to point out about Doctor Strange is that during this press conference, this was after the reports of Benedict Cumberbatch, Um, Kevin Feige was interviewed and they asked him, well, what about Benedict Cumberbatch? And his response was, if it was confirmed, we would have announced it today. So it doesn't seem like Benedict Cumberbatch is locked in yet. He is supposedly in final negotiations and it still looks like he probably will end up being it. But as of right now, he is not officially Doctor Strange. Although I gotta feel like that's gonna be announced any day now. So, but Doctor Strange, nonetheless, will be released on November fourth, twenty sixteen. Then we go to twenty seventeen, and what's really cool, starting in twenty seventeen, Marvel ups its slate from two films a year to three films a year. Oh, shucky ducky! So we're gonna now start off the Marvel slate in twenty seventeen with Guardians of the Galaxy two. 
on May 5th, 2017. Now, when Guardians of the Galaxy 2 was previously announced, it was actually going to be on July 28th. So, because of how well it's done, and it's become one of the biggest movies of the year, Marvel is now placing it in that open summer slot, putting it on May 5th. So, that is awesome. Then, it will be followed on July 28th, 2017, with Thor 3, which is now titled Thor Ragnarok. Awesome, awesome. And then the third film in um, November 3rd, 2017, is going to be Black Panther. Oh yeah, Black Panther's finally coming, it is confirmed. And Chadwick Boseman has been cast as Black Panther. He, of course, uh, played Jackie Robinson in 42. He was James Brown in Get On Up. Uh, so, you know, he's a, he's a great up-and-coming actor. And um, I think he's going to be an awesome pick for Black Panther, so I'm super, super excited about it. Uh, He will also be making his debut as Black Panther in Captain America Civil War. Then you'll see him again in his solo movies, so you'll actually be introduced to him in Captain America 3, which I think is really, really cool. So there's your three films for 2017. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Thor Ragnarok, and uh, Black Panther. Moving on, we go to May 4th, 2018, kicking off the 2018 summer, and it's going to be Avengers. Yes, Avengers are going to be back, and it's going to be the Infinity War. Here's the big kicker to it. It is Infinity War Part 1. Yes, the Infinity War is going to be such a massive story that they couldn't even tell it in one film. So we'll be split into two. So kicking off summer of 2018, you'll get Avengers Infinity War Part 1. Then on July 6th, 2018, we're getting Captain Marvel. So they're finally doing the female-led superhero film. Then going to November 3rd, 2017, um... We are going to have Inhumans. I don't know much about Inhumans, uh, but they sound really, really cool, and you can hear more detail on that on the Am I Still in the Air episode. And then Phase 3 will culminate and finish on May 4th, 2019. So literally one year after Part 1, it's Avengers Infinity War Part 2. So that is... Pretty damn awesome. So there is your 2018 is going to be Avengers Infinity War Part 1, Captain Marvel on July 6th, and Inhumans uh, in November of 2018. And then you will get the uh, culmination of Phase 3 with Marvel's Infinity War Part 2 on May 3rd, 2019. Wow. So in a nutshell, that is your Phase 3 slate ladies and gentlemen, and, um, yeah, it's pretty awesome, I'm super, super excited, and, uh, can't wait to see more casting announcements and everything else as we move forward, so, it's back to DC, Disney, DC, it's your turn, (laughs) what's next on your slate? (sighs) Sorry, I'll take a sip there, quench my thirst. Let's keep it rocking and rolling. Let's now get into our news, and we got a lot of news to get through. I'm gonna try to rapid fire a lot of it, and uh, but we got some big comic book news. Star Wars may have revealed a title. Lots of stuff we'll get to. Okay. All right. First up, Taylor Kitsch, 
who most people know as Gambit from the uh, Wolverine film. He was also in Lone Survivor last year. He was also John Carter, which is a very underrated movie. But Taylor Kitsch has, has been confirmed to be in True Detective Season 2. Awesome, awesome. Madam Secretary, Scorpion, NCIS New Orleans, and Stalker have all received full seasons over at CBS. Bruce Greenwood has joined Dan Rather, um, jo- has joins the Dan Rather Scandal movie. Sorry, I didn't mean to mix that up. Uh, Lifetime has cast its Marilyn Monroe. It's nobody you'll probably know, but you can check out the article if you're interested. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris is going to be hosting a variety show for NBC. So, sounds a little bit like a Key and Peele kind of thing. He's going to do some sketches, and um, he's going to do some singing, and he's going to be all over the place. So, that's pretty cool. It fits right in to his wheelhouse. Um, so, let's see here. Actually, i got to jump through a bunch of this stuff, um, because it's all about the Phase 3 stuff. Um, cool. Everything We got an Everything Wrong With Friday the 13th, the original 1980 version. We got an Honest trailer for Saw, which is really awesome. Uh, we got a movie trailer for a new film called Before I Disappear, starring Emmy Rosam. David Goyer may be developing a Gotham-style Superman show called Krypton. So that's pretty interesting. Now, they're comparing it to Gotham because Gotham's like a prequel. It's before Batman. So this would be something called Krypton, which would be before the birth of Superman and all take place on his home planet. So that's an interesting take. Um, Let's see here. Uh... NBC has ordered a full season of The Mysteries of Laura. Um, Keanu Reeves has just signed up for a new sci-fi thriller called Replicas. So that's pretty cool. I'm happy for Keanu, man. Like I said, John Wick is off the chain. So uh, I hope he starts getting into more and more of these action flicks like this. Um, MTV has ordered the Scream reboot to its series. So... Um, the show will be coming next year, and um, it's not going to be a direct retelling of the Scream movies. I don't even think it's going to have the Ghostface Killer in it, but um, it's going to be called Scream, and it'll be kind of in that vein. Um, the Divergent sequel, Insurgent, will be released in 3D. They are converting that. Um Amy Poehler says that the 2015 Golden Globes will be the last time that her and Tina Fey will host the show. So that's sad because they are awesome as hosts for that. Sorry, I gotta, I'm looking at a list of all my news and, and I'm going back to when all that Marvel stuff was dropping. So it's like a ton of the Marvel news I don't want to get into. Every little nitty gritty detail. Because like I said, you can listen to that on the Am I Still on the Air. Um, you can check out the final trailer for the Hunger Games Mocking, Mockingjay Part 1. That is available to check out now. Um, you can see that on our page at amiontheair.com. Click under the Trailers tab. Um, we have the full list of all the movies and TV shows coming to Netflix this month. Uh, one of them is Snowpiercer, starring Chris Evans, and that's already on there right now. I have not seen it myself yet, but I hear nothing but great things. Um, December 9th will be the release date for the expansion pass called The Dark Below for Destiny. So that's pretty cool for all you Destiny fans right there. 
we released a couple pictures for the from the cover of uh, Entertainment Weekly, where they debuted some footage for the new Terminator Genesis. So you get your first look at the characters. Uh, nothing special, really. They're looking very photoshopped on on a motorcycle and stuff like that. Um, we have a new poster for Foxcatcher, as you can check out. Jerry Bruckheimer is adapting American Gigolo for Paramount Television. American Gigolo, an old movie, and they're another one. We've been talking so much lately about movies being adapted to TV shows. And here's another one, American Gigolo. Uh, American Horror Story has booked Neil Patrick Harris and David Burka. Uh, they're going to be on towards the end of the season. Sci-Fi has renewed Ghost Hunters and Paranormal Witness. Um... Second, you can see everything wrong with signs. I really like signs. That's one of the, I think, the last good M Night Shyamalan film that was uh, <laughs> that was ever released. You can see the new trailer for Ex Machina, starring Oscar Isaac and Dom Hall Gleason. Uh, that is a teaser trailer. It's available right now. You can see the first official U.S. trailer. For uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper's new movie, Serena, which I just think looks horrible. Um, Kevin Smith and Jeff Anderson talk a little Clerks 3 and say that they're going to start shooting in June of 2015. So that's awesome. We're finally getting Clerks 3. I'm super, super stoked on that. Netflix is going to be rebooting Richie Rich as a live-action comedy series. So there you go, Richie Rich, man. You know that old school cartoon? Coming to Netflix. Um, George Clooney's new film with the Coen brothers called Hail Caesar will be released in theaters on February 6th, 2016. Michael Bay is looking to direct a new film called 13 Hours, which is going to be the true telling story of the 2012 Benghazi terrorist attacks. So he's going back to some military stuff, which coming along with him saying that he might be doing this 13 Hours thing is him pretty much confirming, yes, he will not be back to direct Transformers 5. So uh, that's more of your confirmation there. Uh, Lily Rabe is reprising her uh, American Horror Story Asylum role on this season's Freak Show. So they're saying that there is kind of a little bit of a universe connection between these shows, which is pretty cool since they kind of do a new story every single year. Uh, We have the trailer for the new live-action Advanced Warfare, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare trailer featuring Taylor Kitsch, and uh, it's directed by uh, Peter Berg, who did uh, Lone Survivor and Battleship. He directed Taylor Kitsch in this commercial, and I love it. This commercial is so awesome, and... uh, on a side note, I love this Call of Duty. Advanced Warfare is amazing. And if you play on the PS4, hit me up, DX Don Mega. All right, we'll get down. Um, on the Steve Jobs biopic film, Seth Rogen is being eyed to play the Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak. So that's pretty cool. I can totally see Seth Rogen playing that up. Uh, the Game of Thrones cast has signed on for Season 7. The WETV channel has canceled The Divide after only one season. 
Um, Legendary and Universal's new Krampus movie has uh, moved their film release date to avoid Seth Rogen's new Christmas film. This is coming out in 2015, mind you. So it looks like this Krampus film is being moved till uh, November. Paul Rubens has confirmed that a new Pee Wee Herman movie is going to start production in February with Judd Apatow producing. It's very interesting to me. I love Judd Apatow. I don't really see him involved with Pee Wee Herman, but I guess I'll take it. So maybe it'll make it really, really cool. AMC Channel has landed a new TV show called Night Manager, which is actually going to star you, Laurie, and Tom Hiddleston. So really cool cast there. Looks like they're going to try to do like a true detective kind of thing there. Get some real good cast to do this. Um, box office early tracking suggests that the Hunger Games Mockingjay could top $150 million in its U.S. debut alone, making it definitely its the biggest debut of the year. Um, Naomi Watts, Elle Fanning, Susan Sarandon have all boarded the new film Three Generations. Mikhail has extended his uh, deal with the E! Channel through 2016, so he'll continue to be doing uh, the soup. Um, The Evil Dead reboot director, um, he is going to be directing A Man in the Dark, and he'll be uh, executive produced by Sam Raimi, so good combination there on that. Um... An English-language remakes of the 2006 Ghost Train is on the way. I'm not too familiar with Ghost Train. Um, L.O.J. was tweeting kind of some hints, acting like he has a role in an upcoming Marvel film. We've heard nothing since this rumor dropped, <laughs> um, and I don't really see where L.O. Cool J would fit in. Not saying that I wouldn't mind if he did, I'm just saying I, I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. So um, he might have just been saying that to get people talking, but, you know. Uh, the Crow creator, James O'Barr, has offered a lot of details on the new film starring Luke Evans, uh, saying how it's going to be closer to the comic, and it's not really a direct reboot of the Brandon Lee film, and that they're going to be really kind of sticking to the source material on this one, making which is uh, which the original film with Brandon Lee kind of strayed away from. So, saying, you know, keep an open mind and be ready for a really cool uh, Crow film coming out. So, I'm excited. The Crow is one of my all-time favorite films. Gal Gadot, who of course we now know as Wonder Woman, uh, she was actually going to be signing on to the new Ben-Hur remake. Uh, Unfortunately, she has to pass on Ben-Hur because she is still filming Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Uh, And then also she has to start production. Um, She's working on another film with Kevin Costner called Criminal. And then of course she's got her own Wonder Woman movie coming. So it's just just a timing thing. She couldn't really do it, so she had to pull out of Ben-Hur. Um, one of the rumors coming on the Wonder Woman film is that her solo film will actually take place in the 20s, in the 1920s, and kind of take place with her on the island as an Amazonian, and then kind of coming to America for the first time, and all that stuff, so kind of a prequel, um, which might be the way DC starts doing things, where you see them currently, like in Justice League, you know, in each other's movies, and then when you get the solo movies, finally, it's kind of like a prequel of that character. Uh, no confirmation on this, this is strictly a rumor. So take it for what it is. Uh, True Detective has added some more to the cast, including Suits, Abigail Spencer, and Black Box's Kelly Riley, uh, plus some more. So you can check out the full article on that and see everybody who's getting added. 
Um, you know, last week we talked about um, Christopher Nolan's brother said, you know, like, yeah, we'll probably never do another DC or comic book movie ever again. Well, in an interview recently with Christopher Nolan, he actually came out and said, never say never about another superhero film. He says he's got a lot of his own ideas he wants to do, and he's working on a lot of different projects. But he says, very frank, never say never with kind of a hint of a smile. So who knows where he's coming with that. Um... Speaking of movies, once again, going to TV shows, there is a TV show in the works for Limitless. Limitless uh, is coming to CBS with Bradley Cooper, Alex Kurtzman, and Roberto Orsi producing. Great team behind this. There's a reason Bradley Cooper's involved, because if you don't know what I'm talking about, Limitless was a movie he was in with Robert De Niro. I love this film. Limitless was awesome. And this is basically going to be a TV sequel. So it's going to take place immediately following the events of the movie. It will not star Bradley Cooper, but he is going to be a producer with um, Roberto Orsi and Alex Kurtzman, who I love those guys, and pretty much everything they touch is great for me. So I'm looking forward to the Limitless TV show over on CBS. Rob Zombie's moving forward with his new Halloween horror film called 31. Um, We keep talking about movies going to TV shows. How about a TV show going to a movie? That's right. Stars. They did a show called Magic City. Magic City was canceled, but they have a great idea for the story, and they're going to actually do a movie of Magic City, and they've just added Bill Murray and Bruce Willis to the cast, in addition to bringing back the cast from the TV show. So pretty, pretty cool right there. I never watched Magic City, but I've heard a lot of good things about it. Um, Ricky Gervais and Eric Bana are going to be teaming up for a new comedy special called Special Correspondence. Catherine Zeta-Jones' cocaine drama, The Godmother, has just added more to the cast, as you can check that out. Um, IMAX has just signed a a brand new four-picture deal with uh, 20th Century Fox. Let's see if I can get here what the four films will be. Just one second. Alright, so they have just done a four-picture deal. They will be doing Penguins of Madagascar, uh, Exodus, Gods and Kings. They will do Night at the Museum, The Secret of the Tomb, and Taken 3. Those are the four films that they have done, and they're packed for IMAX releases. Fox is going to be doing a show kind of like Glee called Empire. That's going to be all hip-hop music-based. Um, Doctor Who season finale to be a special extended episode. I believe this episode actually already aired, so forgive me, I don't watch Doctor Who. So um, if you're like, why is he talking about the season finale? It happened already. That's why. Meredith Vieira's talk show has been renewed for a second season. Uh, let's see here. Oh, and some sad news, man. Uh, Wayne Static from the band Static X has passed away at the age of 48. Uh, this really saddens me. I was a big fan of Static X. Really, really liked this band. They're a heavy metal band, if you haven't heard of them. Um, he just had a, such a unique voice. And 48 years old, it's, it's always so sad. Uh, nobody knows yet uh, how he passed away. Some people uh, are, of course, speculating that he OD'd. Um, nonetheless, it's just really, really sad. Especially for me, with people that are in my kind of generation and and the people I grew up listening to and watched on TV and stuff like that, it's so surreal every time somebody passes. And 
it's it's one of those things, man, but it, it definitely is a shock, but, you know, rest in peace to Wayne Static. Um, sorry, Chin Gears again. Um, Gone Girl has set the U.S. record for David Fincher. It is his most successful film that he's ever released in the United States, so very, very cool there. Uh, Sharon Stone has a new drama called Agent X, and TNT has just ordered it to series for their channel. NBC has canceled A to Z and Bad Judge. Um, I liked Bad Judge. I'm not torn that the show's been canceled. I didn't love it. It was just, it was okay. It was kind of funny. Um, but I can see why it was probably canceled. So, um, but yeah, so, you know, we're starting to get some cancellations in here. And NBC has ended A to Z and Bad Judge. The X-Men Gambit spinoff movie is moving forward with Channing Tatum. And the um, they are writing the script right now for it. Uh, the director of Riddick, David Choi, uh, is going to helm a new time-traveling thriller called Replay. Barker uh, has offered up some details on the upcoming Hellraiser reboot. You can check out that article and read the details there. Um, Fox has canceled Utopia. You know... I, when this show first started, I started DVRing it, and I DVRed like the first four episodes, and then I was like, you know what, I don't got time for this, and I deleted it. And then I caught it on TV one night, and I watched like ten minutes, and it was so stupid. And I was like telling my wife, like, thank God I didn't continue to record this show. And now it's canceled. So, yay, I made a good decision and didn't follow through with watching this. Taylor Swift's new album, 1989, has set the biggest sales week ever since 2002, selling 1.3 million plus units. Wow. No album makes that much impact anymore in the, the music industry. Everything's digital downloads, and it's just people don't usually buy and they stream or download from somewhere and it's just it's really hard for anything to hit a million these days and she just did a million in one week which is just phenomenal like i said since 2002 this is the biggest week so congratulations taylor swift she did cheat a little bit she pulled all her music off spotify so then people had to go buy her album if they wanted to listen to it i thought that was a little bit cheap because she's always been on spotify and then she was like oh i'm gonna pull everything off just so people have to go buy my album when it comes out she'll probably put this, put the stuff back on later but she's definitely trying to inflate her numbers just a tad um Idris Elba let it slip that uh, his character Heimdall and Tom Hiddleston's Loki will show up in Avengers 2. I'm sure this was supposed to be a big surprise. Um, nobody had ever talked about this. And then Idris Elba just came out and was like, oh yeah, we're in the movie. And totally ruined the surprise. So I don't really know what they could be doing in the movie because technically after Thor 2... Uh, Thor to Dark World, Loki is dead in Thor's eyes, so how the hell is Thor, Loki just going to pop up? Um, and how would it make sense for really Heimdall to be in it? So I'll be curious, it's probably going to be a vision or something in his head, maybe that Scarlet Witch does. So I, I'm thinking more of a, of a hallucination or vision or something will be how they're in the film. We have the trailer for Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever. Um, <laughs> this is going to be, I think, a Lifetime movie. Um, I love Grumpy Cat, don't get me wrong, but this movie looks so horrible. And the cat is voiced by Aubrey Plaza. 
it's bad. It's really bad. But if you want to laugh, check out the trailer. Gotham is going to be introducing the Scarecrow in a future episode, so that's really cool. Um, filming for Star Wars Episode Seven has officially wrapped, so congratulations to them. It's coming, ladies and gentlemen. It is done. It is done. Episode Seven is in the books. Peggy Carter, uh, she's been confirmed. You know, Agent Carter. She's going to begin her own TV show. She was in uh, Captain America: The First Avenger. She was in the Flashback. Uh, she was in her older self in the Winter Soldier. Uh, but Peggy Carter has been confirmed for Ant Man. So this is pretty exciting. I think it's going to be another flashback scene of her with like a young Hank Pym, and um, probably the younger Howard Stark. Working on maybe Ultron or something, you know, who knows what they're going to be working on. But I'm sure it's going to be like a little flashback scene there. But once again, got to love how Marvel ties all of these characters together. I love it. So Peggy Carter will be an Ant-Man. Nicholas Winding Refn is going to helm the horror tale The Neon Demon. Ooh, sounds very interesting. We have the first trailer for Neil Blomkamp's new film, Chappie. Chappie. My name, Chappie. Um, I like this trailer a lot. Um, I know some people are like, eh, on it, but it, it looks really cool. It's set in the future, and basically they uh, they build this robot named Chappie, and it's kind of got this feeling of like a short circuit and stuff like that where the robot wants to be alive, and, you know, he, he, my name Chappie, and, and he wants to, you know, adapt and learn, but of course... Uh, the humans and the government and everybody doesn't like robots and you can't trust them and all this stuff. And Hugh Jackman's in this film. And it's a really cool little teaser trailer. Neil Blomkamp did District 9 and he did Elysium. So he de- the guy definitely knows sci-fi. And I'm looking forward to it. I, I really like this trailer for Chappie. And uh, hopefully you do too. Ridley Scott and the Sci-Fi Channel are going to be adapting 3001 The Final Odyssey as a TV miniseries. Um... Christian Bale has dropped out of the Steve Jobs biopic film. Um, He's claiming that he felt he just wasn't right for the part and wanted to back out. Um, I find that very hard to believe, um, because why would you sign on if you didn't think you were right for a part? Um, So there's probably another reason behind this, but nonetheless, it looks like Christian Bale is out. Uh, Rumors are now circulating that they're looking at um, Michael Fassbender to possibly play the role now. So... They're definitely looking for talent, because they started at Leonardo DiCaprio, he dropped out, then Christian Bale took it, now he's out, and now they're looking at Michael Fassbender, so they definitely want some talented people on this, and I wouldn't mind Michael Fassbender, I mean, the guy is awesome, so, nonetheless, we'll keep you updated on the new Steve Jobs biopic film and who takes the place. We've got the new trailer for A Most Violent Year, starring Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain. Another new trailer for Let's Kill Ward's Wife, a new comedy starring Patrick Wilson. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal and Anton Fuqua are going to team for a new movie called The Man Who Made It Snow. Uh, Anton Fuqua literally just directed uh, The Equalizer with Denzel Washington. Uh, Nicole Kidman is in talks to replace Gwyneth Paltrow in Secret in Their Eyes, which is a remake. Uh, Cameron Diaz is set to host an upcoming episode of of uh, SNL. Um, Pepper has joined the Maze Runner sequel, The Scorch Trials. Let's see here. Have everything wrong with V for Vendetta? So that's pretty cool. Um, we got the first official teaser trailer for Minions. So cute, man! So cute. 
I love minions. <laughs> it's so, so awesome, man. I can't wait to see a whole movie just with those little guys. We have the new trailer for McFarlane USA, which is a new Kevin Costner film. Uh, speaking of the Maze Runner, the Maze Runner will hit Blu-ray and DVD on December 16th. Hans Zimmer has, says that Junkie XL has been brought on board to score music with him on Batman v Superman. And the way that they're going to work it is Hans Zimmer is going to be doing the score for Superman and Junkie XL is going to be doing the score for Batman. So they're going to actually have two different composers doing the two different heroes and they might do a mashup thing together and stuff for when they're on the screen at the same time. Very cool, unique concept. I like it a lot. Uh, Fox has planned a new spy thriller called Defection, based on Robert Little's 1973 novel, so that's cool. Uh, Henry Cavill is going to produce and star in a new action thriller called Stratton. Uh, I really like Henry Cavill, I think the dude's got mad, mad potential, and I'm glad that he's getting these other projects lined up outside of just, you know, Superman stuff. So, I'm looking forward to it, and um, hey, an action thriller sounds perfect for somebody like uh, Henry Cavill, so very, very cool. Um, Radcliffe, Lizzie Kaplan, and Jay Chow are confirmed for Now You See Me Too. Uh, these were some names that I've reported before. We were rumoring on them, but now they are confirmed. Uh, production is now officially underway on London Has Fallen, the sequel to Olympus Has Fallen, starring Gerard Butler. We have the first image from Yoga Hosers with Johnny Depp and Kevin Smith's daughters. They'll be the main stars of those of that film. Uh, Bradley Whitford and Cherry Jones have joined the new um, Hank Williams biopic film, I Saw the Light. CBS has officially set The Mentalist for a final season. So The Mentalist will return, and it will be in its final season. Um, the full cast for the new Celebrity Apprentice has been revealed. Um... It's nothing really to write home about. Um, I'm not going to even sit here and go through the whole thing. So just check out the article if you're interested. But the cast has been announced in its entirety. Uh, and Joan Rivers will be making an appearance on it. Um, they filmed with her just a, about a month before she passed. Uh, Nicolas Cage's new film Outcast has secured U.S. distribution. So it will get a release here. Um, Judd Apatow and Laura Dern are going to team up for a new football, uh, female football comedy. Uh, trailer report, Furious 7 is the, um, most successful trailer of the week, and it is the second biggest, oh, sorry, it's right now it's the third biggest trailer of the year behind Avengers Age of Ultron and Fifty Shades of Grey. The CW's Heart of Dixie is going to be coming back in the winter time. Um, Master Chef Junior has just restarted on Fox, and um, the Fox head says that season two will be quote supersized, and it will run longer than the first season. So that's cool. Uh, my stepdaughter loves Master Chef Junior. We have the brand new trailer for the Penguins of Madagascar. It's pretty funny. Uh, the final trailer for Annie, starring Jamie Fox. We have, uh, oh, Banshee will be returning on for Season 3 on Friday, January 9th at 10 p.m. 
We've also posted the article with all the international release dates for Marvel's Phase 3. So if you're listening from the UK or anywhere internationally, uh, just look for that article. Um, We actually posted it on our Twitter page back on November 5th. So you can find that article uh, for the international release dates if you're interested there. Because they are a little bit different than the American ones I read out earlier. Uh, Jeff Daniels and the Farrelly brothers are definitely up for another Dumb and Dumber sequel if this one pans out to be a good deal. What's funny on here is that they don't mention anything about Jim Carrey, so I don't know if he'll be up for a third one, but it's cool to see everybody else is interested in doing it again. Um, before Chadwick Boseman plays Black Panther, he is first going to headline a new movie called Message from the King. Anthony Daniels, who plays C-3PO in the new Star Wars film, he says that this new one is better than Empire Strikes Back. Ooh, big words, man. You better watch yourself. Watch yourself! Universal has just set a um, mystery date for a mystery film that will follow The Mummy. So this is going to be one of their new monster movie roles. You know, we talked before about this shared monster universe. They're going to be doing The Mummy next. Um, Dracula Untold may be connected. And now they've set another date to for a movie after Mummy, but they're not saying what it is. But it's supposedly going to be another monster movie. The Lifetime Channel has canceled Witches of East End after just two seasons. Um... We have the extended look of Agent Carter, starring Haley Atwell, so you can check that out if you want to see a little preview of that upcoming show, which debuts in January. Um, Let's see here. Jack O'Connell is going to star in uh, Terry Gilliam's new film, Don Quixote. Wall is going to direct a new sci-fi epic called Inversion. USA Network has renewed Royal Pains for two more seasons. So congratulations if you're a big fan of Royal Pains. You now know you're going to at least two more seasons in that lineup. So that is awesome. Um, Rooney Mara and Ben Mendelsohn are going to headline a new film called Blackbird. Um, I'm excited about this. Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg are going to star in a new film called Daddy's Home. I talked about this movie many, many, many months ago. But I guess it was never confirmed. Well, now it is. So, Daddy's Home is confirmed. Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg are locked in, and I'm excited about this. Basically, uh, Will Ferrell starts dating this lady. Um, They have a great relationship, and she has a kid, and he wants to be the best stepdad to the little kid. But, Mark Wahlberg enters the picture, and he's the kid's biological dad, and he's just an asshole. So, basically, Daddy's Home, and it's going to be Will Ferrell trying to deal with Mark Wahlberg's asshole dad. Uh, you know, as he tries to protect the kid and everything. So, a really cool premise. I like. I can just imagine this in my head. I love these two and the other guys. So, I am super stoked for Daddy's Home. Netflix is going to be adapting Lemony Snicket's A Series of Unfortunate Events into a TV series, of course. Because that's what we do. Um, yes, uh, and for those of you who watch Royal Pains and are wondering what seasons they're talking about, they've been renewed for seasons 7 and 8 on the USA Network. Uh, Benicio Del Toro is joining Jimmy Fox in Harmony Corinne's new film, The Trap. Uh, that's the person that was behind uh, the film Spring Breakers. Um, that second monster movie that Universal dated will be in 2017 sometime, by the way, sorry. Um... 
get away with murder has just added Marsha Gray, Marsha Gay Harden to the uh, roster. Um, Matt Damon is Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon is going to get shrunken down in a new film called Downsizing, which would be a new sci-fi attire. We have the first teaser poster for Sharknado Three, which almost looks like Sharknado in space. <laughs> um, Patrick Fujit has been cast as the lead in Robert Kirkman's Outcast. I've definitely seen this guy. If you see a picture of him, I've seen of him, but I don't know of him enough to to know. And I don't know anything really about Outcast either to really tell you if that's a good thing or not. Uh, Marvel's Agent Carter is going to be premiering on ABC on January 6th. Michael Shannon and Kevin Spacey are going to be in the new show called Elvis and Nixon. I think it's a movie, not a show, sorry. Uh, Elvis and Nixon, but Michael Shannon will be playing Elvis, and Kevin Spacey will be playing Richard Nixon. So, oh yeah. Uh, NBC has ordered more episodes of Marry Me, and I'm super excited about the TV show plug of the week. Um... You know, Marry Me started a couple weeks ago, and I DVR'd them, and I was just, they were just sitting on the DVR, and I was telling my wife, I said, do you want to watch Marry Me? And she's like, oh, I don't know, I don't really want to get into another show, maybe one of these nights, we'll see. So we kind of just sat on it and sat on it, then I was like four episodes in on this show, and I said to her one night, like, hey, you know, before she went to bed, she was like, do we have anything that's like a half hour long on the DVR? And I said, uh, you know, we got Marry Me. And she was like, nah. And I was like, come on, let's just watch it. So, because we know, you know, we watched the first episode. If it's good, cool, we'll continue. If not, let's just be done with it. So we watched it. And it was hilarious. Uh, Ken Marino is in this. Um, I forget the name of the chick that plays his fiance, but she's incredible. And the two of them are amazing together. Ken Marino's great in pretty much everything the guy does. Um, but this chick, she is so cool. Um, she most recently was actually just in Gone Girl. She played the neighbor uh, in Gone Girl. And she was on the show Happy Endings. Um, she's hilarious. She is so funny. And she's got the physical comedy aspect down. Um, you know, we're watching it. We watched the first episode and we laughed our asses off. And then the next night we watched episode two, three, and four, all back to back. We were completely caught up. And then now NBC has ordered more scripts. So I'm super excited because we were, I think, like the second or third episode in. And my wife said, you know the show's going to get canceled, right? We're going to get into it. We're going to love it. And it's going to get canceled. And I said, oh, don't jinx it. And now NBC has ordered more episodes. They didn't order a full season of it, but they ordered like just about a full season's worth. So um, I'm excited. I'm happy. It's a really funny show. If you like little half-hour comedy sitcoms, I highly recommend you check out Marry Me. Cool? Uh, it's official. Bran and Hodder will not be a part of the fifth season of Game of Thrones. Oh. Alright, you ready? Star Wars fans, it is time. We found out the title for Episode 7. Are you ready? Star Wars Episode 7 has officially been titled... The Force Awakens. I like it. I know a lot of people hate it, and I'm not really sure why. Um, but it is what it is. You know, it, it's a title. It's not. You know, I I think the title makes sense because basically the Force has been quiet and tired and dead ever since Return of the Jedi, and this film takes place 30 years later, and now 
The Force Awakens. Uh, it makes sense to me, and I like it. So uh, the only thing interesting I take away from this is that it's not the logo didn't say Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. It just said Star Wars: The Force Awakens. So I wonder if they're going to stop the whole episode number kind of thing. I mean, I know a lot of people are just going to call it Episode Seven, regardless. Um, but I'm kind of a little bit curious on that. But there you go. I'm so excited for Episode Seven. I think this is going to be incredible. I think this movie is going to be one of the greatest probably ever. I'm a big Star Wars fan, and I'm looking forward to seeing what J.J. did with the franchise because I'm hearing nothing but good things. So, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 7, officially called The Force Awakens. Alright. We have... The full cast has been announced for Quentin Tarantino's new film, The Hateful Eight. All right, and I'm going to tell you who the eight are. All right, number one is going to be Samuel L. Jackson. He is going to be playing Major Marquise. Major Marquise Warren. Um, number two, Kurt Russell. He will be playing John the Hangman Ruth. Golden Globe nominee Jennifer Jason Lee is number three. And she will be playing Daisy Damarku. Um, number four is Walter Goggins from Justi- Justified. He'll be playing Chris Mannix. Uh, Academy Award nominee Damien Berchier will, uh, will be playing Bob at number five. Number six will be Academy Award nominee Tim Roth from uh, Reservoir Dogs. He'll be playing Oswaldo Mombre. Number seven is Michael Madsen, also from Reservoir Dogs. He'll be playing Joe Gage. Number eight is going to be Bruce Dern. He'll be playing General Sanford Smithers. So there's your eight, ladies and gentlemen. Kurt Russell, Samuel Jackson, Jennifer Jason Lee, um, Walter Goggins, um, Damien Brashear, Tim Roth, Michael Madsen, um, and Bruce Dern. Also signed for a role, but not announced who he will be, is Channing Tatum. Yes, Channing Tatum will be in this as well. Um, But there's your eight for The Hateful Eight. Very exciting. Downton Abbey has been renewed for season six. ABC Family has renewed Chasing Life for his second season. HBO has announced the uh, premiere dates for Girls and Looking, coming, uh, I believe, in January. In uh, more breaking news, uh, Toy Story 4. Yes, it is coming, and it's coming June 2017. This news is a lot of people twisted as well. Um, You know, this is one of those ones that everybody loves the Toy Story trilogy and says, you know, this film is perfect as a trilogy. There was no need to do any more. They wrapped it up so nice in Part 3. Well, supposedly... They got such a good story down, and they have such a good idea of how to do another one that they didn't want to didn't want it to slip away, and they said let's do a fourth one. So um, they're doing it. John Lasseter, who directed the first two, is coming back to direct it. They've already secured deals with uh, Tim Allen and um, Tom Hanks. So the cast is back. They got a good script in hand, and Toy Story Four is coming June. 2017. Fox is reviving Are You Smarter Than a 5th Grader? Also bringing back Jack 
Jeff Foxworthy. Uh, let's see here. Fox is pushing um, Andy Serkis in the supporting actor category to try to get him a nomination for Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Um, this is a real big push because, of course, he did motion capture, and the Academy has never um, awarded motion capture people before. Um, but he did such an amazing job in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and everybody knows it, that they're really going to try to push for him to get an Oscar this year. And I like it, and I support it. The Transporter reboot has been pushed back, and it's going to begin a summer uh, release date. It will be released uh, in August now. So I, I'm not interested because it has no Jason Statham. So screw you guys, I'm out. Um, Discovery Channel is going to be doing a new a special called Eaten Alive, where this guy is going to let an anaconda swallow him whole. I need to watch this. <laughs> um, we have everything wrong with X-Men Days of Future Past Man, they ripped this movie up This is an outstanding film um, I know Peeps is going to love this one But uh, they did it Everything wrong with X-Men Days of Future Past uh, We also have the first full Green, trailer, uh, Green Band trailer For The Gambler starring Mark Wahlberg We have the new trailer for Into the Woods uh, another new trailer for Spare Parts, starring uh, George Lopez. We have the new tra- trailer for Selma, um, which looks really, really cool. Um, the new Paddington trailer, starring Nicole Kidman. Uh, Cougar Town's final season has a premiere date and a new theme song. You can check that out. Uh, AMC has renewed Hell on Wheels for a fifth and final season. So that one is coming in the going. Also going... ABC has canceled Selfie. Um, you know what? I hate to admit it, but I like Selfie. The show is pretty damn funny. And um, it stars Karen Gillian, who in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy has John Chow, uh, John Cho from uh, Star Trek and from Harold and Kumar. Uh, their dynamic together is really, really good. And it, it's a pretty damn funny show. Uh, so I'm a little bummed. They're gonna, I think they're going to air the rest of the episodes that they've already recorded, uh, but they're not doing any more, and they're just going to let it run out. So I'm a little bummed on that one. I mean, not, not totally heartbroken, but a little sad. I will shed one tear for Selfie. Um, and good news, though, over on ABC, they have uh, picked up Forever for a full season. Um I forget the guy's name, but Forever stars the original Mr. Fantastic from the first two Fantastic Four movies. Um, So congratulations to Forever getting a full season pickup. We announced a couple weeks ago that um, the sing-off was going to be returning for a new season. It now turns out that NBC will actually be airing it as a two-hour, one-night special. So it's not going to be really a full season. Uh, We have the... we have what we think is a leaked photo of Corey Stoll as Yellow Jacket from Ant-Man. And we posted the picture up on the Twitter page. Uh, check it out. Because if this is real, this Yellow Jacket um, suit is incredible. I really, really like it. So check that out. Um, we have the full breakdown and listings of who everybody is in the new Warcraft movie. Warcraft is done filming now. and We already knew who was in the film, but they never announced who was playing who. And now we have a full roster uh, released of uh, which characters they will be playing. 
This is very interesting news too that just dropped the other day. Uh, we know that a Suicide Squad movie is coming. We're not sure what the roster will be or what kind of storyline they're going to take. But the big rumor coming out of this is that they are looking to get Jared Leto to play the Joker in Suicide Squad. This is really, really exciting. First of all, I like Jared Leto. I thought he would have been a great pick for Doctor Strange. Him as Joker? I can see it. I can really, really see it. And I think it could be really, really good. And this sounds pretty legit. Like, this is more than just a rumor at this point. A lot of people are saying he's in negotiations and, like, all this kind of stuff. Now, typically speaking, Joker wouldn't be a part of the Suicide Squad, and I don't think that they've written him in as a member of the Suicide Squad. But if Harley Quinn is going to be in the movie, it could just be a kind of cameo role to have Quinn with Joker and then have her, like, get arrested and then join up with the Suicide Squad and maybe he breaks her out at the end or something. But you basically bring that world in. Um, you know, they're looking, they're already looking at bringing in um, Lex Luthor into it, having Jesse Eisenberg reprise his role. So you, you merge those universes, and then you have Jared Leto in there's Joker, even if it's just for a very tiny part. Now you know the Joker is out in this world, and when we get the Ben Affleck, you know, solo Batman movie, it's on. So I really, really like this. Um, it, speaking of Suicide Squad, also, you know, we, we talked about some rumored cast of this a couple weeks ago. Margot Robbie, who was in The Wolf of Wall Street, and she's going to be in that new Will Smith movie coming up. Um, she's been rumored to be somebody they're going after. A report broke this morning. Now, this is not confirmed, but one website is confirming it on their end saying that she has accepted the role and she will be in Suicide Squad and that her role is going to be Harley Quinn. So that's really, really exciting. If it turns out to be true, I don't know. Um, so take it for what it is. I will, of course, confirm it immediately on our Facebook and our Twitter pages once it is confirmed and on our next episode we'll talk about it. As of right now, that is the heavy rumor as of today. Literally, this was breaking this morning. This website is running saying that sources have confirmed to them Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn in the Suicide Squad film. So you got Margot Robbie as, as Harley Quinn, and then now you get Jared Leto as the Joker. You got Lex Luthor in there. This could be a really cool kind of villain-centric spinoff film. I'm liking the sounds of this. So once again, everything's still rumored to this point. Nobody is confirmed for Suicide Squad. But the idea of Jared Leto as Joker is very, very exciting. So we'll keep you posted on that. Um, let's see here. Coroner's report came back on Robin Williams, and it showed that he had several drugs in his system at the time of death. Although he was sober, there was no alcohol in his system. So um, I don't want to harp too much on this. I don't, you know, it was very sad with the Robin Williams thing. Um, Tommy Jones and Jessica Alba have joined the Mechanic sequel, and this Jason Statham is coming back for. So yes, Jason Statham is doing a sequel to his film The Mechanic from a couple years ago, and they just added Jessica, uh, Tommy Lee Jones and Jessica Alba to the sequel. Um, there was some reports over the weekend that Macaulay Culkin had passed away. I'm just here to tell you this was another internet hoax. Macaulay Culkin is not dead. He is A-OK. We posted a really cool, funny video on our Facebook and Twitter page called Captain America the Winter Soldier, the VHS trailer. 
check it out. So it's a fan-made little trailer that somebody did that made it look like it came from the 80s and it was it's pretty it's pretty damn hilarious. So, uh it, it's just a funny vid for you to check out. Check it out the VHS trailer of Winter Soldier. Um the new episode, the new season of the newsroom just started. It will be the last season of the newsroom. And Aaron Sorkin, who writes the show, says that he's pretty much done with TV as well. So we're basically saying goodbye to the newsroom and to him. Uh, Matt Damon has officially confirmed that he is returning to the Bourne franchise. This has been rumored for for a while now, um, but nothing was confirmed. And now Matt Damon himself has confirmed that Paul Greengrass will be back to direct. He is back to star, and the film will be released in 2016. They're going to start filming it in 2015. So, yep, so it looks like the Jeremy Renner one will be put on hold as we get another Born with Matt Damon and Paul Greengrass. Um... That'll do it, ladies and gentlemen. That's the news. I think we did pretty good. I just blazed through two weeks in just a little over an hour. So let's get to our release dates, box office, and we'll wrap this baby up. How's that sound? So good good timing, man. Good time. Very excited. Um, <coughs> so let's see here if my computer will react. There we go. Okay. On DVD and Blu-ray tomorrow. Um, let's be cops. Hell yeah. Pick this one up. I love this film. I will be buying this tomorrow. Let's be cops. Tammy, how to drain your dragon Two, and Jersey boys all out on DVD and Blu-ray tomorrow in theaters on Friday, dumb and dumber Two, beyond the lights and wolves, um, beyond the lights and wolves. I don't think they're going to get as big of a release and they're probably just going to fizzle dumb and dumber Two, baby finally happening on Friday. And here's your top 10 at the box office. Number 10 is The Book of Life with 2.8 million. Number 9 is Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day with 3.5 million. Number 8 is John Wick with 4 million. Number 7 is Fury with 5.5 million. Number 6 is Nightcrawler with 5.5 million. Number 5 is St. Vincent with 5.7 million. Number 4 is Ouija with 6 million. Number 3 is Gone Girl with 6.1 million. And here's where it gets big. Is a very big weekend at the box office. Your number two film, number two, Interstellar with $50 million. That is a massive number two debut, $50 million. And your number one film is Big Hero 6 with $56.2 million. So that is amazing. That is massive. It's a great weekend at the box office. I've been hearing nothing but great things about Big Hero 6. I hope to go see that within the next week or so. I'm very excited to check that out because I hear it's just a fabulous animated film. I'm not usually too big on animated films, but this one looks awesome. And the word of mouth has been uh, just tremendous. So Interstellar, number two, 50 million. Number one, Big Hero 6 with 56.2 million. Big, big debut weekend for both films. I know Christopher Nolan's got to be pissed that he was beat by an animated film. Just saying. So, ladies and gentlemen, there is your box office and your release dates for the week. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you as we blaze through two weeks' worth of news. I think there's a lot of good stuff to get through. Two movie reviews, Nightcrawler, four out of five stars, Interstellar, three out of five stars. Um couple shout-outs. You can find me, actually, on a couple new episodes of some other shows on Red Dragons Radio you can check out. 
Up first, uh, This Week with the Geek. I have never been on This Week with the Geek before. He's been on this show many times. Um, but, you know, he had me on. We were talking WWE. We were talking about the new video game, WWE 2K15, and a lot about wrestling. And everybody knows me, knows I'm a big wrestling fan. I did a, a wrestling podcast called Future Endeavors for over three years. Um, love it. And he... I just got Geeky Pat back into wrestling. He wanted to talk about it a little bit, talk about the video game. So he said, come on on. And I said, hell yeah, you going to talk about wrestling? Let's do it. And so we did an episode. It's called uh, DX Don Mega, Me, and the WWE is the name of the episode. You can find it on reddragonsradio.com. Click on This Week with the Geek. Also, hot off the presses, um, the People's Forum. The People's Forum with my boy Peeps. Uh, we just did a new episode the other night. Uh, called Transformers Films, Love Them or Hate Them. And uh, we did a basically the full-on uh, <coughs> just break broken-down forum on Transformer Films. Why do people love them? Why do people hate them? You know, and what is it about these films? And um, he had me on as a guest because, of course, I am in the love them category. I love the Transformers Films, and he knew that, and he wanted my, my take on that. And I was on there with Lobster Johnson and uh, the three of us, Really just, we dove through all four of the Transformers films, talked about what people love, what people hate, and really just our general consensus from the three of us on this franchise that Michael Bay has built up. So, really cool episode. It is available now to stream. So, once again, go to reddragonsradio.com, click on the People's Forum, and check out the Transformers episode. It's the newest one on the page. So, yeah, and of course, since we're talking about Red Dragons Radio, of course, go to reddragonsradio.com, bookmark it, and that's where you can listen to this show right there, Am I On The Air? You can listen to Am I Still On The Air, the spinoff show I talked about earlier. Go listen to the Marvel Phase 3 special if you haven't heard that yet and you love Marvel. Uh, Listen to This Week with the Geek, listen to Out of the Rifts, listen to the People's Forum, uh, listen to the Brothers of Destruction podcast, listen to Pro Wrestling Nation, lots of great stuff on reddragonsradio.com. Check it out. For us, our official website is amiontheair.com. So bookmark it, because you can listen to the show, you can um, watch trailers, you can look at movie reviews, you can see everything right there on amiontheair.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash amiontheair. You can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash amiontheair, or at amiontheair. You can follow me on Twitter at dxdonmega. Um, You can... If you can get to us on iTunes, if you want to do the Apple thing, iTunes, uh, there's a link on amiontheair.com for you to get to that. If you want to listen on the go, get the Stitcher app. It's called Stitcher Radio, and you can listen to us streaming on Stitcher. You can listen to us on Google+, and you can even listen to us on YouTube. Every episode is also posted on YouTube, and check out our YouTube channel. Subscribe at youtube.com slash amiontheair. All right, I think that's enough plugs for the day. It is November 10th. My daughter's birthday is 10 days away. Um, I want to thank everybody for their support of this show. Uh, Kind of on a side personal note, I was laid off of my job a couple days ago, completely out of the blue, and uh, it was a real shocking kind of sad thing. And, you know, this show 
brings me an outlet to kind of just have fun and kind of stop thinking about all the real real life kind of problems going on right now. And, uh, you know, so I thank all the fans here, all the fans of Am I on the Air and Red Dragons Radio and supports us and always brings in the positivity. I love talking this stuff with you guys. And, uh, you know, best of luck here to the future. If only these shows actually paid me enough to make a living, uh, my life would be set. But unfortunately, it's not. <laughs> so I will continue to bring them, and uh, I hope you continue to listen. Thank you so much. My name is Don Mega once again. Until next time, peace. Red Dragon!